We back on Starting Five Podcast on SB Nation Grizzly Red Blues. I am the one P Sharp. What's good? This your guy, the Deacon Trevor. Uh, the doors of the Church of John Moran are open. Uh, <laughs> we welcome all comers. Jacob Pearl rededicating his life to Christ. Uh, Jalen Smith recently got baptized and joined joined the church. What's good, everybody? Um. I'm just an usher. I'm just gonna keep the doors open for you. Uh, it's really cheating, <laughs> big fella. Uh, what's going on, y'all? Deacon Tev, here, here to help, man. Here to help. What's going on, y'all? Hey, not much, not much. It's been a um, pretty interesting week. So, Grizzlies three and zero this week. Extending their six game winning streak to nine games. Side last recording, and they did beat the Spurs both games. It was blowing them out. Spurs, Greg Popovich, no matter how bad they are, they're going to play hard, right? And each game, they made a comeback, and they still follow us to the end. So two single-digit wins, including, I think it was on the up by like three points before Steve Ellis had a huge critical block in the Wednesday game. And had, I think he got the rebound and the putback on the offensive end to go up by five to kind of close that one out. So both in high, very high-scoring games, 121-113 Monday, 135-129 on Wednesday. Then Saturday went to Indiana without Tyrese Halliburton. I was pretty disappointed in that because I didn't want to check that matchup out with him and Ja. But Memphis took care of business, was smacking them by 20, 30 points pretty much most of the night. And as Trevor alluded to, Ja Moran had a couple highlights and to go with sports in the top 10 this week. So what are your thoughts about the Grizz this, this past week? Exactly what I've been saying pretty much since 2023 started, that this portion of the schedule – for the Grizzlies was going to be very favorable, and this was going to be an opportunity for them to rack up some wins and establish themselves as one of the top contenders out West. Um, of course, you know, with the home-and-home games against San Antonio, you know San Antonio's well-coached, Coach Pop, you know those guys are going to play hard. So it's never an easy feat for the Grizz. So, you know, for them to not only uh, take care of business that Monday, but also that Wednesday as well, um, you got to give kudos to the Grizz there for their efforts there. Um, another special shout out I got to give to Santi Aldama, who's been playing uh, outstanding, who had an amazing week as well for the Grizzlies. So shout out to Santi there. Um, the game against Indiana was definitely a game you would probably circle as one where Memphis could possibly come out flat, you know, just hitting the road after just having that home and home against San Antonio. Uh, you would think like, okay, this is one of those games where Memphis could come out flat and Indiana could sneak up on them. Uh, but fortunate for the Grizz, we got a great game from Jal, obviously with the highlights, but we also got a great game from Desmond Bain as well, who's looking to be like the Desmond Bain that we saw earlier in the season that we were campaigning for for uh, to be an all-star, which I, I will gladly hop back above, hop above uh, that man wagon as well. Uh, so now their winning streak is at nine. They have a chance to possibly – uh, match last season's uh record well, of 11, but we'll get to that later. But overall, just a great week for the Grizz. Yeah, just goes without saying, uh, in regards to Rick Popovich, man. Um, I think we talked about on three dollar, they're the worst, they give up the most points per game, um, easily. Um, and again, could have been a team that was overlooked. Again, this is not a team that's going to roll over and die, um, at any point. Um, and so always thankful because that those are the subtle reminders that you cannot play down to your talent, so to speak. You have to keep the bar um, raised high. Um, one thing I, I know, Cap, you talked about, like, you know, you want to see Tyrese Halliburton um, with the Pacers. And I think we all did. 
Um, however, and I'm not saying you, but let us not all forget that this Memphis Grizzlies team has played substantial amount of games without Ja, without Desmond Bain, without Jaron Jackson Jr., and there are no complaints. So I don't want to hear any complaining from Indianapolis Pacers fans. I don't want to hear complaints from anyone in the league because Tyrese Halliburton is down. So what? Next man up, period. And I get tired of people always saying, oh, well, this person's hurt, so blah, blah, blah. But when that that same light was not shed on the Grizzlies at any point, at any time in the past two seasons. So keep that same energy if you're going to talk about the Pacers. Again, not talking to you, Cap. I'm talking to the rest of these people that don't know anything about basketball. Now, do you want to – I'll fall, Cap. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you good. Yeah, mainly I was saying it because I hadn't – I hadn't seen Indiana play this year. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, 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 yeah. so I didn't want to see him because I'd seen y'all do it all the way talking about Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. So I just really want to see him for their yeah. So I had nothing to do with, you know, <laughs> being yeah, it's, some, it's, some, it's some more folks we got to call out as well, but I'm going to let uh, Sheedy continue. Yeah, and, and as I'm ushering him in here, uh, Pastor, um, I, was, I, I saw Tyrese drop 43 in the game winner. I'm against the Heat, and that's really all I needed to see from him. Um, and this was around the Wally Zerviak. Is he an all-star? Not an all-star. There's no question there. Um, but I do want to give a kudos to Zaire Williams for the Pacers game. Um, he was 13 points. I only had two rebounds, though, right, but shot about 67% from the field. Um, and that's without, you know, Dylan Brooks not there. And, you know, hand-in-hand, hand, like, I think both of those players can build off one another, but it's great to see – Zaire is kind of like getting back into his space, his groove, so to speak. Um, I know Trevor, you had it on the head earlier about how Desmond Bain is getting back in his groove. And I think Zaire is going to start getting there too. Um, and I'm proud of the young big fella now because uh, he's, he. I don't know if he can buy a drink for me yet, but if he does, um, just let him know I need Henny and Sprite. Um, but I'll leave it there. Pass it on to the other big fella. Yeah, so first things first, man. You see my name, man. 2K, you get too much money to bring a trash product into the lives of the youth and grown men like myself. So please do better, okay? Um, as far as the Grizz go, Trevor, you hit it right on the head as far as, you know, this being the favorable, you know, time of our schedule. And the Grizz proved it. You know, we're on the 9 streak. That's something that I wanted to say on, you know, coming to this podcast and say, hey, Grizz is going on a 10-game streak. Boom, here we are now. And, you know, Chris Paul is not playing uh, in, the, in the Suns game with the Martin Luther King game. So that's a very winnable game at this point. Um, but, yeah, uh, she, you hit it right on the head. I was going to actually give a salute to Zaire Williams uh, for this week, just overall week as well. Um, at this point, whenever I refer to seven foot four, and I'm not talking about Jaron, I'm talking about Zaire because he's seven feet. And it's just a fun name to call him and say that we actually have a seven foot four. It's pretty funny. But um, just he's been playing a good game, you know, in the 25, 28 minutes he's beginning, you know, this past week, he produced, you know, nine, you know, 11 and 13 points. That's all you can want off the bench. You know what I'm saying? And Tyus is, you know, that was a fun matchup to see him and his brother start as well. So I know they kind of save at that moment um, as well. That was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, just our bench starting to come more in the rhythm and the more rhythm they have, the better we, the team will be. Uh, so now we're tied for, you know, first in the Western Conference and two, here we are now. Yeah. 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 Hey, ain't much to say. They taking care of business. That's what that's all we asked for the team, right? Uh, a lot of things they won that little they won seven game win streak, then they won a four losses in five game stretch when they won on those four road games. Now they are both 500 on the road, and both of them in Denver just keep doing the same thing. They both are 11 10 on the road, and both of them are 18 3 at home, and they both are 29 13 to have first place in the Western Conference. Like, I'm waiting for somebody to lose 
And it's somebody I'm saying is different, <laughs> right? <laughs> but they keep doing the same thing we're doing. So it looks like we know we kind of the question I asked last week about potentially getting on one seed, like two teams are separating themselves for that. But like I said, we still got another three months or so left of the season. Somebody creep up, see the Sacramento Kings creep me up there. Number four, pretty interesting right there. But shout out to the Grizzlies, nine wins in a row. Can't ask me anything, brother. Taking care of the competition they're supposed to take care of, finding winners in row games. The um, role players who were struggling, Zaire's finally getting his foot in down. Santi had a couple down weeks. Now he's back to what he was doing early in the season. Triple J can get him more rebounds than points the last game, right? What? What is this? <laughs> right? This is you pray for times like this, right? 10, <laughs> 10 rebounds down to nine points. That's all we ask for. That's what we ask right. for, man. Pretty, yeah, that's it. Yeah, he had the nine points on four or five shooting. Yeah, it's because he doesn't take no shots, and that's because the Grizzlies were taking care of business. So it's fun. We're back to the greatest show in the NBA again. And I mean, great times ahead. So going going forward, I do got one other little topic I just thought about that came to my mind before we talk about them breaking the win streak. And it was like a little survey. I think it was on ESPN earlier this week or somewhat, but something caught me on my eye. So it was like after the halfway midway point of the year, they did like GM survey or like a lot of different things. And a couple of one award that caught my attention was coaching of the year. And I do want to talk about Taylor Jenkins for a second because I, I forgot who I voted. I don't know. It was like a beat writer, somebody for every team that voted. Because I think uh, DeMichael Cole for the Grizzlies, commercial appeal voted for on the Grizzlies' behalf. And coach of the year, Taylor Jenkins wasn't even in the top three. He was in other receiving votes. So I wanted to kind of gauge y'all. And, you know, last year he arguably could have, should have won it, but Monty Williams didn't win it the year before. So he won it. And we were thinking Taylor Jenkins would probably get the edge this year because he didn't win it last year. And the Grizzlies are tied for first in the West and tied for second best record in the whole NBA. But yet he wasn't like out those votes. How did, what's your thoughts on that? I believe that's just a whole travesty because I believe um with the coach of the year award as he has been for the past few years, it's gone to the guy who should have won it the previous year um, with uh, last season going to Monty Williams, who uh, should have won it the season before, um, which it, for some reason it went to Tibbs. But I, I understand why. So that's neither here nor there. And I feel that last season, Taylor Jenkins definitely should have gotten the nod. I think he will probably should get the nod this year. But I think with the – Emergence of Sacramento, because I think no one expected Sacramento to not only be in a playoff scenario, but they're very well on pace to at least be in the top four um, in the Western Conference. So I believe with that, um, you also have the situation with Utah. Utah is playing some some great basketball as well. And then you look on the east side, uh, can't pronounce the guy's name, but the guy who took over for the Celtics because they haven't missed a beat since M.A. Udoka has stepped down. And then, of course, Jock Vaughn, who who stepped in for the Brooklyn Nets. So it's a lot of viable candidates. So I so I would understand if Taylor Jenkins doesn't get the nod. But I honestly feel that what more else can Taylor Jenkins do? Like, he set the record for franchise wins last season. They finished with the number one seed, had a decent record without job and rank. Um, last season should have been the season for him to win. Yeah, I get it. Phoenix won 60-some games. But, again, Again, I, at some point, what else does Taylor Jenkins have to do uh, to at least warrant a consideration for Coach of the Year? Oh, I forgot to mention, yeah, Willie Green is, a, is another possibility as well. But 
Yeah, I, I, I just don't get it. Yeah, so for those listening, it was Jock Vaughn. I found it was NBA.com survey. Jock Vaughn was first at 43%, with the green second, 23%. Joe Mazzula from Boston, 23%, third, or tied for second. And actually, Chuck Dinkins wasn't in other receiving votes. So I was even wrong with that. It was Mike Brown and Rick Carlisle and J.B. Bickerstaff. Who, and the question was who was on track to win coach, coach of the year? Um, I think this also plays into the market, um, unfortunately. And, you know, yep. to the point that I made earlier about, you know, no one ever talks about how the Grizzlies are missing John Moran, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., and we're still winning games. Um, but, you know, they put this emphasis on – and I don't even think Indiana's a bigger market, though, but Rick Carl, I'm going to be honest, though. Rick Carlisle and what he's doing with the Pacers, phenomenal. Like, everyone that's also receiving votes, Mike Brown, Sacramento. Again, J.B. Bickerstaff. I mean, the, the Cavs got Spider Mitchell. They're, they're contending. They're one of the better defensive teams um, in the league. And the three that are on track, um, I don't think we can say enough about Jock Vaughn because if – if this team was still being coached by another person named Steve Nash, um, we wouldn't be worried about the Nets at all. Willie Green um, actually was the hmm, Willie Green put the Suns on notice last season um, in that playoff series, and then the Suns got. Um, I don't even think they showed up for Game Seven anyway. But that's neither here nor there. That was last year. Um, I believe Coach Jenkins deserves to at least be in the receiving votes that that to not receive votes is crazy um am i saying top three i would say not top three because of the market unfortunately um but that does not mean he does not deserve votes and again i don't know what these other teams are watching or what have you i mean they didn't put the coach of the nuggets either right and they're number one um flipping flopping with the uh grizzlies so i mean these people don't listen and and I saw Eric Spolstra. Let me, you know, I gotta say something about Eric Spolstra. Never won Coach of the Year for all the years he's been doing this, all the years, which completely baffles me. So I, I will never, ever, 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 ever. I hate this about this. I don't think we'll get it right. To your point, that's been made. It's always the previous year, but I, I think it's just the market uh, of where we play in. To be honest. I think it's to the market, but I go at it at a different angle than you, Shidi. Um, when you ask the average NBA fan if they watch the Grizzlies, you, you know, of course they go John Morant. So that'll mean, you know, John Morant is the reason, in their eyes, is the reason we win games. But, you know, lowest of a whole, when Jaws missing, you know, most of the time we still winning. But to the average fan, they don't know that. I say that to say that if we can somehow get Taylor Jenkins in front of people's eyes, maybe he would get more notoriety because Taylor Jenkins is one of them coaches that don't get the respect or the acknowledgement that he does. Therefore, if we can continue to keep the streak going and win games, I would love to see Taylor Jenkins coach the All-Star game for the West. I think that'll help boost his name as far as marketability. And just like I said, just say the people and just show the stat that, hey, the Grizzlies are this record without, you know, Ja Morant, who you think are helping us win games. And of course, Ja is for sure. But I'm saying without Ja, this is what the Grizz are, and it's because of great coaching that Taylor Jenkins is doing. Um, so if we can get T- Taylor Jenkins in an all-star game, you know, coaching, that'll be – I think that'll help as far as uh, him getting coach of the year uh, recognition. 
Yeah, I just there's something I just I just thought about. I was like, you know what? I never seen that GM survey. So yeah, he got other receiving votes in which head coach makes the best in game judgments, which is something we were like getting on him about. He's got you could tell he's made adjustments, especially over this last month. So I he's definitely it. getting better. So it's good that he got other receiving votes. I can understand why he's not top three on it, because that was uh kind of one of those yeah. things we were saying to improve on. And which coach draws us the best out plays out the timeouts, which he has always pretty much been pretty good at them. He got receiving votes in it. So yeah, it's just something that caught my attention. I just remember seeing it. I was like, you know what? Like, he, he was, I think he was second place last year. So it was like, how did they just yeah. overlook him out this year, period? But, but I mean, coach of the year is one of the hardest ones, especially we got all these different coaches. I mean, everybody who was ahead of him on that list could make a case, right? Rick Carlisle, Mike Brown, yeah. Joe Mazzulla. Like, when Emery Doka, this stuff happened, we thought Boston was going to take us somewhere of a step back. We didn't think they would be the best record in the NBA. With a brand new coach, right before the season started, so different things like that happen. Oh, sorry, that, that six matter what a year. Can you look at that real quick? Erase that. <laughs> yeah, I just had hey, to, I ain't see my boy. Nobody from that Jones. because he oh, plays better starting. He does at six man. <laughs> come on, NBA people. No, I, I, I will say I understand it. I understand it with Stones because when he starts versus when his his production come out the bench doesn't match when he starts. But that's the so definition that's of a in. starter. I mean, of, of uh, a six man is to come in and uh, help win games when you off the bench. It's a six man, not as a starter. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, man. But but I, I hear, saying, but I hear I you too. What you're saying, but that reward, they're not they're not rewarding you. They're not. They're basically not accounting your actual games you started. <laughs> if that makes sense, they're probably but, going based off your bench production. And let me walk with what Tuka is saying because Christian Wood shouldn't be in there because Christian Wood has started more games now than he has recently. Mm-hmm. And he shouldn't be there. So I to walk with two I st- Tyus Jones needs to be in here flat out. Um and Jordan Poole with that plus minus. And he's been saying, well, to your point, too, Jordan Poole, like Tyus, his play belt as a starter. <laughs> so I wouldn't have Jordan Poole on here. Y'all know how I feel about him. I would have that one goes, but that goes okay. to your point. His starting when he started, he's played great when he's come out the bench. Not so great, but yeah, he is on this as you know, they voted for him. So yeah, to your point, you made you just made a great case. So they they contradicted with what you just said. So <laughs> Oh, man. Well, let's man. let's give let's give kudos to to uh, these GMs for having Jaron Jackson and Dylan Brooks getting votes for who they think is on track for Depoy. So, um, well, so it wasn't GMs; it was writers for each. Team. Oh, writers. Well, yeah. Okay. On top of writer, I wanted yeah. this list so slow. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. All right. Cool. Hey, you you act like the GMs will be in the building. <laughs> But get back on track. Next thing we're gonna talk about, of course, we got three games, four games up this week. We're gonna record probably on Monday, right before the Sacramento Kings game and get that get that game out. But coming up this week, Grizzly have four games and we have a chance to break out 11 uh, franchise records, 11 games, one in a row. Actually did it twice. We did it last year and it tied 2014-2015 season. Um, they had one 11 games in a row as well. And now they are third. This team is third with nine games in a row one. So what a chance y'all give the Grizzlies at winning, getting breaking the streak. So let me go over the games first. They play the Suns, MLK Day at home, play the Cavs, Wednesday at home, play – the Lakers in LA Friday, and that would be the 12th. Basically, those two games they get 12. And 
they play at Phoenix on Sunday. So, one, do y'all think they break the record? Two, what's the record? What's y'all record for the Grizzlies this week? Okay. Um, who we? Um, I've been on this street for the past couple of weeks now with the Grizz start winning three in a row. So I'm going to stick with that. Uh, so I do they I do believe they do get the um, they do break the streak. Um, the matchup on MLK Day is favorable. Uh, Chris Paul is out. Devin Booker is still out. Uh, Cam Johnson is still out. Uh, so I don't see why Memphis could not take advantage here and uh, come out with a W on MLK Day. The Cavaliers game does kind of scare me a little bit because uh, Cleveland has been playing pretty well all season long. Um, but I believe with Memphis being at home, they should be able to take care of business. Um, of course, the game that they'll actually break the record on the road in LA against the Lakers. I know if I know John Desmond Bain, if they're in the lineup, they're gonna show up because they always show up in LA. Plus, this game is on ESPN. Uh, so I do expect them to uh take care of business there. Um then uh, the last game on the road against Phoenix, they may be a little jet lag. So I think the streak will eventually come to an end there in Phoenix. Because I think at that point, they'll probably start getting some folks back. I believe Devin Booker is supposed to be reevaluated. He probably is not going to play in that game, the home game against Memphis, but he's probably going to be moving close to coming back as well as a couple of other players. So I will go overall for this week for the Grizz with a three and one record. I'm gonna echo your three and one record passer. Um I anytime we play the Suns in like a week's time back and like you know, twice in a week or ten days, it's always we go 50-50 with them. And I'm hoping we take the 50 in the first one and not the second one. When I mean 50, I mean you know, we get the win. So give me the Suns game and Taylor Jenkins. This is national TV. This is where you prove your dominance. This is where you put your foot on the gas pedal. And there is no close game here. Um, and so you you have to make that statement uh, on Monday, on MLK Day. Um, after that, the Cavs, um, the Cavs game doesn't scare me as much because I think the Grizzlies will, like, get up for that game. And we're at home, too. And the Cavs are not a good road team. Um, this is a better defensive team. But, you know, we talked about this last week, I believe. Nobody really wins on the road anymore. We have a great home record. Um, and so I believe we at least tie the record. Then we go to Los Angeles. And unless there's a sighting of uh, God rest his soul, Kobe Bryant, um, unless AD's coming back, um, we break the, the streak and the record um, with playing in L.A. Um, but then I think we just fall against the Suns um, just because it, it's just something about us playing the Suns twice in 10 days. It just doesn't sit right with me. And I don't think it will sit right with the Suns either because to me, we should be kicking their tail on Monday. So if I'm a professional and I'm an, a professional athlete, I got retaliation on my mind when it's time. So three and one. <laughs> uh, so I'm actually, let me see. Chitty, I'm with you. I think this the the, the Suns game will be a blowout. Um, so mm, 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 give me give me a blowout against the Suns. I think their players are coming in well rested against the Cavs. Um, so give me that dub. Give me a dub against the Lakers. I think we break the franchise record on ESPN. Uh, it is a national televised game, so I think that'll kind of 
help out, like I said, with Taylor Jenkins' notoriety. And because y'all kind of don't, you know, y'all kind of iffy about that Suns game, I said I wasn't going to go to it, but I will go to the Suns game just to make sure that we win. Um, and for, first I wasn't going to because, you know what I'm saying, Memphis game, Suns game, you know, I can watch it at home, kick it. But if it got us feeling jittery, you know, that's the move I think I can make. So uh, give me 4 and know this week uh, for the Grizz. Shout out to oh, man, right. man of, of people. Two. There you go. Okay, man of people, bro. That's what I'm here for. I'm doing for y'all. Man, people, and because of you, I'm picking Greece to go four and no. I was leaning towards three one until you make this statement. Because when some of my members go to games, they typically win. So this will be the first time somebody goes to a road game, though. So this will be testing. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like the star and pop should put like a, a, a pot in for me to just get a good ticket, you know, so I'm comfortable at the game too. Just saying, you know. Oh, you know, I can't say some choice words here, but I'll see what I can do. Hey, Parker, if you're listening, buddy. Hey, <laughs> we'll pass the collection plate around, see what we can, what we can come up with. I don't start to go find me, and we, uh, we'll see what the other people can do for you. <laughs> well, yeah, give me 4 0, break the franchise record. And since I'm picking 4 0, that means next week I have a, another question for us next week because at that point we have one week left in January and Grizz will be undefeated in January. So I'll Come be on, asking where the Grizz is going, the, the going undefeated for the rest of this month. But that's way too get to that point. Let's make sure they actually get there. <laughs> but man, that does it for the episode. That was, uh, yeah, really good, really. Man, really fun, man. It cast build times right now. So the Grizzlies are on the road. You know, trade down I coming up, and we ain't talking about trades right now, right? Because the team's looking good. So let's see. Right the next now. couple of weeks and see. We have to talk about that. But shout out to the Grizzlies right now. As always, y'all know follow us on Twitter at the starting five and number five MEM by the Grizzly Red Blues, the SBN Grizzlies, and check out the articles at grizzlybreadblues.com and listen to the other podcasts on network, GBB Live, Core Four. Next year and Grizzly Bear Bets. And you always know, follow me on Twitter at the one D A O N E underscore P Shark. Yeah, this you got Trevor. I'm at the Auto Trevor. You should know your grammar by now. Of is a preposition. Uh, if you hadn't done your votes, do your votes to get Jaron and John Desmond Bay in the All Star game. And uh, then guy. get rid and then get rid of fan voting after this year. Um, it's really shitty. I capitalize I R and S. I don't know my grammar. I'm at Tab Shakir, man. Abolish 2K as well. Why we at it? I can't be missed wild over Dr. Jaron Jackson. So would would you like to inform the uh people there that may not that may be listening as to why you want to define 2K? Because I, I I've heard the story and it is it is painful because I've gone through this myself. You just want me, you just want me to say it again. Whatever. It, 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 it's for the fans and for the fans. Should we all rise to, to listen to this? All right. Yeah, this, this is so, a test. This is testimony. So <laughs> testimony, man. So pretty much, I'm on a game playing online. It's a close one. I give it to you. And you know, AI Ja Morant fouls De'Aaron Fox for and one. De'Aaron Fox end up going to the free throw line. I'm down one. Cool. De'Aaron Fox actually missed the free throw. So cool. Still down one. I get the rebound with Ja. Pass it uh, to Desmond Bain because I know my passing. Bain pass it back to Jaron, who has the lane wide open with his takeover. If you play NBA 2K, you know what happens when you got your takeover. You're pretty much unstoppable. He's on a wide-open dunk, misses wide-open dunk, and I lose the game. If we're playing this much to play this game, at least allow players to miss uh, the hit open dunks. That's it. Simple as that. I'm glad you still got your your gaming system out of there. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm on PlayStation 5 soon. Microsoft, you can count plays. <laughs> I just supposed to broke that joint. <laughs> man, look, I'm uh, man. God is good. That's all I'm gonna say. Thank you for blessing me with a mental be able to decompress other ways. Before you before you cut us out, Cap, before you cut us out. NBA, I hope you're listening to me. This has nothing to do with 2K and, and what happened with 2K. But listen to me. There is absolutely no reason for you to drug test Ja Morant. He's been doing this for years. So please don't have him do a random drug test like you did Spider because he scored 71. Like he's never scored 50 plus points before. Ja Morant's been doing this. Ask all the other, um, what do you want to call them? New, new members to the church that got baptized. Ask all the new members, please and thank yeah. you. And recurring members. Shout out to y'all Caperto. But till next time. <laughs> <laughs> Go Grizz. Go Grizz.